Support for studio sessions on KNKX comes from OB Credit Union, the original credit union of the Olympia Brewery, bringing pub-style banking to South Sound neighborhoods. OB Credit Union, offering Rainier, Pabst, Lone Star, and Olympia beer credit cards. More at obee.com cards. Hello, I'm Abe Beeson with an exclusive KNKX studio session performance with the Matthew Whitaker Band at a vast recording studio in Seattle. A pianist, organist, drummer, composer, arranger, and band leader, Matthew Whitaker has packed a lot of music into his 22 years, playing his first keyboard at three, classical piano lessons at five, exploring jazz at seven, and picking up the Hammond organ and drums along the way. More recently, Whitaker's been focused on arranging, composing, and production, often sending complete instrument parts to his bandmates before rehearsals. New technology has made the world of music easily accessible to Whitaker, who was born blind. His lack of sight hasn't slowed his artistic development at all. Check out the three diverse compositions he brought for this studio session performance with guitarist Marcos Robinson, Liana Mateo at the bass with drummer John E. Steele and percussionist Ivan Yanis. Here's A New Day for Matthew Whitaker.
the pianist Matthew Whitaker's band with Take a Break. Just before we heard that, uh, we heard his song Stop Fighting. I'm Abe Beeson. When we set up for a post-performance interview, Whitaker wanted to include his whole band, and I'm glad we did. Great to have you here, Matthew. Thank you all for having us. Marcos Robinson over there on the guitar, Liani Mateo bass, John E. Steele at the drums, and Ivan Yanez percussion. Welcome to all of you. So great to have you all here. Um, Matthew, uh, most of this interview is for you, but please feel free, all of you, to join in if you hear anything worth mentioning. Um, But you got started really young. A lot of people call you a child prodigy. Uh, uh, First uh, keyboards at age three, classical (laughs) studies at age five, you get into jazz at age seven. Has it always been because it's fun to do and you're having a good time, or does it ever yeah. feel like work? No, it, it, it's always fun. It's always fun, and you know, I, I definitely, you know, I'm grateful that I, you know, had the opportunity that, that I have an opportunity to, you know, do my thing. And you know, my grandfather, rest in peace, uh, he gave me my first keyboard at three years old. So, yeah. Now, a lot of the tradition, especially in jazz music, is learning by ear. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was a lot of that for you. But also yeah. you got into uh, leaning, uh, learning to read Braille music. And I wonder mm-hmm. if you could talk about that as an important skill for you. Yeah, definitely. It's an important skill, especially as a blind individual, to learn. Um, there's different types of Braille. There's Braille for regular um, like regular everyday stuff. There's also Braille for math. And there's, always, uh, there's also Braille for music as well. Mm-hmm. And... The way it works is um, if you want to read the right hand, you have to put the left hand on the sheet of paper, <laughs> read that, and play the right hand part, and vice versa. If you want to do left hand, you can do the same thing. Put the right hand on the paper, put the left hand on the piano. But the challenge is memorizing both hands at the same time. That's what the challenge is. Right. <laughs> you know? But my preferred method is learning by ear. Now, uh, you kind of came of age during the COVID pandemic. It's got to be a real bummer when you're starting to emerge as an artist. I think you're probably 19 uh, when that when that started to all go down. I wonder if you could talk about any positives you took from that time. And maybe we could uh, get this question out to the rest of the band members, too. What did you do during the pandemic? Yeah, definitely. Um, Definitely a lot of live streaming from different locations. You know, the fact that, you know, technology was ready for us to do that. Right. And it was improving by the minute, (laughs) literally. Um, for us to do to have great quality video and audio, like, like you know, it's just great that we have the opportunity. And now venues are doing you know hybrids, so like right, you know yeah. now you get the in-person experience plus you know a live stream benefits. Marcos, um, I was um I was doing a lot of recording at home, huh? um, doing recording of, like people's projects, um, uh, recording for the church I play at. It was just really a good time to like. Um, invest in like that side of stuff since it's what we had time to do. Right. All right. Thanks, Marcos. And uh, um, Yvonne, how about you during the pandemic? Well, I, I'm going to say the same. Uh, Marcos said that we uh, practice a lot uh, and I jump into neighbor, neighbor, neighbor problems. I just <laughs> playing at home. Not too loud. But yeah, I was, I was recording some projects and uh, we were able to like really think about new projects and uh, yeah, just being at home. <laughs> and John, uh, Yvonne, I think, and John, probably pandemic might have been a little bit more of a struggle. It's hard to be a drummer by yourself and not be collaborating with musicians. John. Absolutely, yeah. It, but it's also quite a luxury because <laughs> you can walk into your studio and you have a drum set ready to go with microphones set up like I think we both had during the pandemic, and people mm-hmm. can just ask you to record drum parts and send them in so you yeah. don't have to lug your drums around. 
which is awesome. Exactly. But yeah, I, had, I was in a similar boat as Yvonne and Marcos. I recorded my same here. I recorded projects, and we we really worked on, um, <clears throat> yeah, just learning that skill because we had spent so much time listening to and practicing our instruments that we didn't really invest time in that. But the pandemic allowed us to do that. So. Right. right. Now we got to be our own producer. <laughs> right, right. And mm-hmm. own, own engineer. And Liani, how about you? I was actually in graduate school. When there you go. I go so my, my undergrad, I graduated in 2020. And then I ended up going to graduate school um, through like a one-year kind of master's accelerated degree at Berkeley through the global pro- pro- the global jazz program. So the entire of that the entirety of that year was doing graduate school online. Um, and like everyone said, technology allowed that. Like we did Zoom lessons, we did ensembles, like remote recording. So yeah, same at Juilliard. Yeah, we did a lot of uh, of remote sessions and Zooms. Um, I was teaching everybody how to use it. You're right, right, right. <laughs> um, um, and yeah, you know, um, but again, you know, <laughs> the fact that we were able to adapt to everything uh, uh, is great. And now coming out of the pandemic, when you do get to get back in clubs and play for live audiences, right. and um, I'm sure developing your communication skills on stage and with more people involved has got to be something that you've been working on over the last few years. Yeah, you know, um, um, it's honestly right, right for me since I've been, you know, talking in front of an audience for a long um, for a while, I'm kind of used to it by now. So, mm-hmm. like, that transition from virtual to live, um, like, in person, uh, what wasn't that bit of a transition for me personally, um, since I'm used to that. Uh, we um, kind of spoke a little bit about technology a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the old technology you're working with is this beautiful Hammond organ. Yes. Um, it, tell me about uh, learning about that instrument, because it is kind of an analog um, machine. Is. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's really versatile. Like, um, there's a lot of controls where you can adjust your sound in real time and uh, manipulate it in real time as well. And you know, um, learning learning it by myself, like honestly, like um, it wasn't that hard for me. The, I just like the the one thing was the pedals. But mm. again, I, I got used to it very quickly because I realized, hey, it's just a big old piano for your feet, <laughs> <laughs> for your feet, you know. So, so, um, and then you know, obviously, right, over the years, uh, people have been giving me tips and you know lessons here and there. But it, it uh, I taught myself. I'm going to get back to the Hammond organ in a minute. But yeah. first, I wanted to mention uh, the other side of that for you, uh, instrumental-wise, yeah. the modern technology that you're using, um, yeah. not only the synthesizers, but yeah. uh, the production uh, yeah. elements and, and, and uh, different uh, digital audio workstations and yeah, things exactly. like that. Um, tell me about how your production and arranging and even film scoring has been <laughs> helped by that technology. Oh, man. as um, like, I'm super... Um, thankful that everything is everything is accessible for me as a blind person. Um, I'll say definitely um, I do use what's called a screen reader, which is you know a piece of software or a program that is usually built into the operating system. Like for example, on on, on Mac computers and iPhones and stuff like that, it's called VoiceOver, and it's built into the it's, it's built into the OS, and it allows me to navigate the screen by using uh, gestures or keyboard commands and whatnot, and then I hear what's uh, I hear what's happening via touch to speech, and I can adjust the the voice, the rate, and all that stuff. And but um, you know, as long as whatever I'm using is accessible, I can I can use it. Um, but uh, you mentioned right, right, the, the the keyboards and stuff. Um, right, this keyboard, for example, my Nord Wave Two. Um, 
the fact that it has a lot of controls and everything is easily reachable and I don't need to go into some menu to adjust certain parameters. I can just hit a button and it just, you know, works. And I have all my sounds laid out uh, pretty much, you know, I can just flip to it really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, now, how does that affect the way you write songs and compose? And I understand you're uh, also a drummer yes. and do some writing behind the drums too. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, when I record, I usually start out with, with drums first. Um, when it comes to recording stuff, and then the bass, and then everything else after that. Um, but as far as creating the song, I just pick whatever instrument and just start improvising on the spot. Like, like stop fighting, for example. Like that was, like I, I tried it on my keyboards, like, like, like on a Rhodes patch, and I was like, hey, what about piano? So I went mm. upstairs and played it on the piano, you know, and um, I liked how that sounded, you know. And there I was, like 15 minutes later. <laughs> recording the demo, the, the demo for the guys. <laughs> <laughs> for someone who plays a lot of different instruments, I'd love to go around the room and ask uh, your uh, your band how um, you communicate the, this, how this this new song you've written is going to be played. Uh, Johnny Steele, um, tell us a little bit about how um, this drummer over here teaches you how to play drums on one of his songs. <laughs> Very simple. He plays the part into a DAW, a, digi a digital audio yeah, workstation. Logic. He put mm -hmm. yeah into Logic. And like he said, he starts with the drums. So obviously he's thinking rhythmically first, which is super beneficial to me. And the fact that he can really play the drums gives me a very clear idea of what he wants. Yeah. So it, it's really helpful, you know. And Yvonne, same question. Basically, it's very easy for me because I'm getting this audio that it's completely complete. Uh -huh. And then I just add a little bit of my sauce. And, yeah. and, and I'm asking all the time. Do you, do you think this is working? How do you, how do you want it? He's, no, be, be, be yourself, be yourself. That's Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's pretty, pretty easy to work with him. And Liani, he's playing the bass lines over here with his feet. Does, does he tell you how to play your bass for certain songs? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, no, the, it's been a really great experience joining the band and um, learning music in this way, like completely by ear and... You know, Matthew has incredible ears, so he'll let me know very quickly, like, oh, it's actually this, you know. So as a musician, I'm growing immensely, like mu musicianship at all, you know, with everyone in the band, um, just because of that dynamic. And Marcos, I don't think he plays guitar yet, but... Uh, I used to play bass. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> I used to play bass. He How does he communicate what, you, what he wants you to do? Yeah, he definitely has some guitar patches um, <laughs> <laughs> at home that, that he's used uh, and put on demo, so... Um, also very clear with what he wants or like the style or like he wants distortion or some chorus or just make it ambient or whatever. Right. He, he knows what he wants. Yeah. And Matthew, uh, your third record, Connections, is a couple yes. years old now. And I understand the next project may be a tribute to Hammond organists. Yes, um, I'm thinking about it. Um, and it's going to be an organ tribute. Um with a few friends of mine. Um, I don't want to say too much, but um, yeah, it's, 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 it's coming, it's coming. And what else are you working on? I know you're uh, upstairs anyway, you're a really busy guy, always thinking <laughs> about different things. You're writing horn charts here, you're playing on your keyboards, and um, yeah. just saw the recent documentary where you're working with vocalist arranging too. Yes. Um, what else is on your plate? Definitely um, a lot that's happening. We said the ordinary EP coming out soon. Um, I just graduated from Juilliard last hey, week. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> church stuff, um, you know, um, arranging for 
our team mm -hmm. there. I'm the minister of music there, so I'm I'm playing different instruments. I'm directing the choir and I'm directing the band. So it's a lot, but I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's hey, if you're having fun, that's not really work, is it? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Matthew Whitaker, um, Marcos Robinson, Liani Mateo, uh, Johnny Steele, and uh, Ivan Yanis. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank and, you uh, for having us. Yeah, we yeah. look forward to what you so uh, your uh, next recordings will be and your next visit to Seattle. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Matthew Whitaker and his band, uh, Marcos Robinson, guitar, Liani Mateo, bass, John E. Steele, drums, and Ivan Yanis, percussion. The new album is Connections. Thanks so much to a vast recording and engineer, Cosmo Rossi, uh, studio owner Stuart Hallerman, and the whole gang. We have been honored to occupy Avast as a temporary space while KNKX moves into our new studios at the top of the Pike Hill Climb, coming very soon. Thanks to studio session producer Brenda Goldstein-Young and KNKX video producer Parker Blom. Thanks again to Matthew Whitaker's band and his family. And thanks to you for listening to KNKX.